Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful, magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. So this month we are talking about confidence and who better to join us than the very lovely Helen Helen Tovey, who is a confidence coach. Hi Helen, welcome. welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hello, hello. It's so lovely to have you here. Helen, we, we're going to jump straight in the deep end um, because obviously we haven't introdu- introduced you, introduced you, that was a strange <laughs> thing to say, introduced you. So tell us in your own words what it is you do, who you are, everything that we want to know about you. Yeah, well, so no pressure. <laughs> no, no pressure at all. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm Helen Tovey and I am a body confidence coach. So basically, I help predominantly women um, to feel better about themselves. Ah, this is what we like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is a. Um, I've not heard of body confidence coaches before. Is this, I mean, is it, is it, are there many of you out there? There are quite a lot, I think, yes, oh. quite quite a few. There is even special training for body confidence coaches, although I must admit oh, that's very cool. that, that's not the training that I've done. I've done life coach training okay. and NLP. I've done NLP as well. Um, yeah. But yes, there are quite a few body confidence coaches out there. But the thing I find with a lot of them is they're, um, they're, they're more geared towards people particularly again predominantly women who are dissatisfied with their kind of body size and body shape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I am a little bit dissatisfied with my own body size and body shape but I actually have a um, a physical disfigurement and I haven't seen anyone else out there who specializes in supporting people with a visible difference so that's kind of the extra edge that I bring um, mm. but I do kind of the normal body confidence coaching as well I mean, I feel like, especially when you say it's predominantly women, I, I feel like, yeah, absolutely, women are probably, uh, this is something we could, we've we all got hang-ups and issues, and especially when it comes to body confidence. We, it's, it's a, there's a whole generation. it's very complex as well. Absolutely. Actually, so we, we've grown yeah. up with it, haven't we? It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. whole, it's a, it's a generational, it's, I feel like it, in some ways it's systemic. It's, you know, it's the, that we have these issues about our bodies. Um but I, I've never, it's never even occurred to me to search for someone like you before. I feel like when, when I've thought about coaching, I've thought about business coaching or life coaching, like you, you mentioned, it's not, it's, this is, this is very new to me. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm very interested <laughs> to hear more about this. So I'm just, yeah. do, do you find, um, uh, I don't know what my question is. I think I'm just sort of trying to say, is, is it something that you find lots of women, come searching directly for you or do they find you via other means and and it kind of leads around to oh actually yes this is what I want to talk to you about does that does that question make any kind of sense (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so how how does anyone find a coach I think the thing with coaches is yes you can find them on the internet and there's coaches Mm. for all sorts of different things so a life coach is no longer just a life coach you will find them specializing Mm. in all kinds of different things Mm. and you can find them on the internet but I think generally people prefer recommendations so they like to know that somebody's worked with someone that they know and um, you know and that that's been successful that's you answered that beautifully thank you yeah I think that's also really powerful actually because 
often the the people that you talk to about not feeling confident tend to be your friends rather than a yes. wider audience mm. so actually hearing from your friends that that or a, even if it's just one friend that they've perhaps worked with you and that this has made a difference to them actually is a really really powerful thing um yeah what what does your um again I'm, we do this a lot we are we are good at interviewing but we we kind of questions come to us as you say things so it's, it's always fun um what would your kind of um uh what's the no sarah have a question because my brain is trying to, <laughs> trying to do four questions at once and it's not working so i'll come back in a minute with a better, better articulated question for helen oh gosh okay so i feel like then um obviously our theme for this month is is confidence um so i feel like maybe we should start there is it is that is that do you find um confidence is is a big part of what you're you know involved in what you're doing with 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 your clients for example yeah absolutely and the thing about confidence is i think so many of us feel as though we lack confidence mm. but one of the things that i say is that there is no such thing as a confident person full stop Ooh, okay That's okay so for me, confidence, it's about having faith or trust in something. And so when we're confident in something, it's usually it's, it goes with a verb. So you're normally confident about doing something. So mm -hmm. you might be confident swimming in the sea and not confident talking to a crowded room of people. Mm -hmm. um, that's true. Yeah. And when you see somebody and you say, oh, yeah, that's a really confident person. You know, stop and ask yourself, what is it? What are they doing that makes me think they're confident? Because yeah. there'll be other areas of their life where they're they're not confident, right? That's so I think so confidence, just, yeah, yeah, confidence is often related to something. So you're confident about being able to do something. I've okay. never thought of it that way. That's I have to no. say, I've always thought more of the the confident person. Oh, look at this, because I've I've always thought of myself as not a confident person. Um, so that's you've just got me thinking now but i guess actually... it depends what you're doing yeah, so yeah. interesting okay so one of my tangle of questions there which it turns out the reason i was struggling is it doesn't really fit into one question so that's that's why i was struggling but one of one of the things i was going to ask you is 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 confidence innate or is it something that can be Ooh. learned i am hoping that that being a coach obviously coming to you is something can help with but is it a case of kind of developing an innate sense or is it a case of learning which i think you've sort of just semi-answered with with the um the confident about different things but but is it yeah is that that was one of the sorry this, this is a very exciting topic for me so i might be <laughs> less than articulate <laughs> so you're absolutely spot on confidence can be learned it is not an innate okay. characteristic well that makes me very happy to hear that <laughs> me too i love that so okay one of my I, the question that kind of popped up for me then as you were saying that is is it is it this whole fake it till you make it is that because i i don't know how i feel about that phrase so i'm interested to hear your thoughts about that that is certainly one option that you have available to you oh. there are others are there, <laughs> are, there are there others are there others you can share are there others that that we like other ways to think about perhaps so when I work with somebody on body confidence, which is really just about being confident in being able to be yourself, is, mm -hmm. is really what we're talking about, then I will come at it from 
a, a number of different directions and it will vary from person to person you know what they need depends where they are now in terms of their their confidence or their lack of confidence and what it is that they want to be able to do so people don't go to coaching unless they want to change something so they obviously want some kind of change in their life so what is that so we we dig into that um, but some of the some of the things that I get my clients to think about so first of all we've all got an internal chatter going on in our heads we're kind of talking to ourselves all the time internally have you ever eaves eavesdropped on yourself to see what you're saying how it's you are usually not thinking nice. about yourself <laughs> like, very often that is the problem we're quite mm. unkind to ourselves in our heads we say things to ourselves i don't think we, i definitely say things to myself i would never say to somebody Anybody else even else, someone yeah. i didn't like very much but certainly not someone i liked no, um, absolutely so, yeah, and, and then but the other interesting thing actually is that if somebody said those things to you chances are you wouldn't stand for it from somebody else and yet you let yourself get away with it Mm. so that's one of the first things that we start to look at is just how are you talking to yourself what kind of a a relationship have you got with yourself let's start to change that let's start to make that a bit kinder start to have a bit more compassion Mm -hmm. for yourself and then another thing that I like to get people to do is to start looking at because we have a tendency to focus when we're not very comfortable with ourselves and particularly when we've got body image concerns we focus on the things we don't like the things that we wish were different but how about focusing on the things that you do like the things that are working well the things that you're good at the things that other people like about you all the achievements and accomplishments that you've got in life you know there's when we start to focus more on all the things that that we can do and that that are good about us then that starts to also help with this narrative to help ourselves to be kinder to ourselves. I'm loving yeah, all of like this. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? And it is, I think this is just demonstrating really beautifully um, that, because I think often, well, I often bump up against, because quite a few of my clients are coaches, and people often say, oh, but how do you know what a coach does? And I'm like, when you've been to one, you'll know. <laughs> when you've worked with a coach, you will know what it is that they do. Um, although it can be very hard to describe, because it's very, um, obviously, individual for each person. But I think that's just demonstrated beautifully. It's it's it's, it's changing your thinking, isn't it? But in, yeah. a, in a very gentle and compassionate way. Because um, I think one of the things with, with, and why we were so keen to talk to you, actually, is that body confidence... Or body image or whatever whatever you kind of refer to that as um it's a very delicate subject isn't it it's it's it, and it's i feel like a lot of people I, a lot of people i've come across you build it up but it can be knocked I, I feel like there are other forms other other things that you can do other forms of confidence that you can build and practice and hold and the, the body the body one seems to be the one that is most easily knocked down um, wobbly yeah like which <laughs> yeah. and so it's it's a really lovely thing to to be able to work with somebody on because i think when you're doing it yourself you're i don't know it's a funny one and i'm not sure where that comes from i have no scientific um backup for that just lots and lots of conversations with people um over the years but that that very gentle approach is lovely because you're right i think we do say some quite awful things to ourselves um, mm. not necessarily I, I like this idea you said you said eavesdropping and um it's funny, actually. I feel like that's one of the few times when it would be a really good thing. I was always told, like, people that listen... Was it, like, little little nippers, there's some expression. If you listen, Basically, if you listen at, listen at keyholes, you won't hear anything good about yourself, that, that kind of thing. But I feel like eavesdropping on my, on my own inner thoughts is not quite the same. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I can pick oh. up some stuff that, that can be shifted. So, yeah, it's really good. So what made you 
because I know you obviously when you did you said you've done you did your life coaching and your NLP qualifications and both of those can be quite broad hmm. what was it that kind of pulled you into into narrowing into this I know obviously you, it's, I say narrowing niching is yes the word I'm looking for. <laughs> what pulled you into into that niche because I, I know obviously it's, it's that you, you aim for that niche and then everybody always gets people outside of the niche as well but what pulled you specifically to to that to work in that niche so uh, I originally did my life coaching training in order to become a member of a professional body. So coaching is very unregulated. And so starting out as a life coach, I wanted some kind of um, kind of social proofing, if you like, some kind of, of sort of, a you know, an organisation behind me to, to validate me. Um so I, I did a life coaching training course, which was quite comprehensive. And we had a module in that on niching. So I'd kind of gone into it thinking, oh, yeah, I'm really interested in sort of health and well-being and all that kind of stuff. And I'll just be sort of a health and well-being coach, which is a really, really broad field. And so we got into this topic of niching and we were basically encouraged to, to kind of look at, well, you know, what are your values? What's important to you? What are your interests? what's your own sort of personal experience and I think it was it was that one actually that kind of hooked me in that the idea of what's your personal experience one of the things that we had to do interestingly was we had to tell we had to write our story which Mm -hmm. eventually you put some form of your story on your website so so your potential clients can get to know who you are but in this training course we had to write our story and then some of us had to to read it out to the rest of the class and I wrote my story about my scoliosis journey so so I have scoliosis which is a a spinal condition and I've generally not been very open about that sort of up to that point I'd I'd kind of tried to to sort of keep it hidden and, and kind of downplay it but I thought no right I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there so I sat there, in fact, I was sat at my desk because we did the course online and I, I, I sat at my desk in a Zoom meeting with, um, you know, with all my peers and I read out my story and the weirdest thing happened to me. So basically I started to feel as if I was going to collapse. So something was really feeling very, very strange in my back and I really felt like I was going to collapse. And I was just kind of, I was sitting there, I was kind of had, had hold of the table I was trying to get through what I had to say, thinking this feels really, really weird. And I got to the end of it and then it all just went. Just went. And I just felt so much better (laughs) for having shared that. And so that's kind of a bit of a a roundabout way of saying that that was when I started to think about, well, how can I, you know, what sort of coaching can I do that is about, that sort of plays into this problem that I've had with how I think about myself because of my disfigurement. Mm. And yeah, that, that was when I started then to investigate, is there such a thing as a body confidence coach then? Mm. You know, what sort yeah, of people work amazing. in this space? It sounds like that, yeah, it, it had a, a, a physical effect on you. It's the, this mm. releasing of that of that story, I suppose. And isn't it funny? I feel like it, there's something there in that we the things that we don't share because we're of like shame, embarrassment, mm. fear, or just fear, has, I think yeah, fear has, of how holds, people might react. Absolutely, so, yeah. holds has has a physical hold over us. I think, and 
that can sort of translate into everything that we're doing you know whether it's with our businesses our, our creative pursuits whatever you know whatever we've got going on that's fascinating yeah. that's what, and, and it is amazing <laughs> it is amazing how much emotional pain can manifest as physical pain Mm, yes yeah absolutely and I think if you if you I mean I've been told just in in purely in terms of of grief but I think that's that's, is if you bottle it up your body will let you know about it at some point there's only so far you can kind of put it in a box and ignore it Mm. um which is yeah but then of course because because our our minds and our bodies are connected aren't they they're all connected and they're all interconnected so it makes a lot of sense it's just I think we're not always taught to think that way no I think a lot of us go through life living in our heads and forget there's a body attached Mm. apart from the fact that it's getting (laughs) getting us it's getting us around and (laughs) <laughs> exactly but, yeah, but yeah doing yeah. doing all the hard work yeah definitely yeah. so oh yeah, i love really that intriguing. thank you that's just yeah, you're yeah giving me little you brain fireworks thinking about that that's really interesting thank i i you. can i can see sarah you've got you've got your thinking face on which is I great have, i have i'm just yeah, fascinated by all of it stuff yeah so in terms of people coming to you for confidence do you find that people have already done some work around their confidence of their body confidence specifically or do you find that people come to you because they have had like a specific obviously not you know you don't have to share client stories of course but um i'm just really curious as to what what point people um because it's to me it feels like something that maybe all women should have access to from the age of about 14 would be great um but mm. is, is it that people have had maybe a specific specific experience that, that that's triggered them to to find you or is it that they are just generally wanting to work on more wide stuff and then it you, you realize it's more about the, the body confidence or is it one of those things yeah. that really does vary and i'm, I'm asking really... how, long, how long is a piece of string question <laughs> exactly it really does vary um it really does vary. yeah okay. it does yeah um, and, and the thing is, it, it can change as your life goes on as well. So you could have been perfectly happy with your body when you were younger and then find that mm-hmm. as you, um, so for example, I find that a lot of women after they've had a, a baby often yes, struggle then with body image because their, their body's changed. Um, going through the menopause is another trigger time for, for women yep. to start to, to yep. feel differently about their bodies. Yeah, definitely. And does, this is maybe a silly question, but I think for me it's had a huge um, impact. But does do do what you? I promise I'm normally better at this. It's just that I've got like fifteen different things in my head that I want to ask all at once. <laughs> um, so when you work with people around their body confidence, do you find that their other confidence, say things like putting their work out into the world, or maybe going for a different job, or I don't know speaking public speaking all of, all of those things that i think people traditionally when they think are oh, not confident it's it's specific things that they're considering do you find that working on body confidence helps with those other things as well or do you have to kind of specifically work on all those different things it individually? will so it will spill over into all sorts of areas of their lives yes and you mm-hmm. and you can end up working on those things sort of partially separately yeah. but at the end of the day yeah. what what I'm doing is I'm working with the whole person so whatever they're presenting yes. to me in terms of their worries their issues you know what they what they want out of life we work with that um very often it's about beliefs so this mm-hmm. this is why I did the NLP training so that I can help more with belief change type of work um with clients so yes we I work with the whole person and, and we see where that takes us I'm I'm intrigued as well to know about like the whether confidence is it is it a state of is it in a state of flux does it come and go with with different and 
if you've done like so if someone has, has come and worked with you so they've done lots of training and they've built confidence up in in the areas that they wanted and then maybe something like you know something happens how do they how do they recognize that you know that confidence is lacking and how to bring that back again if that makes sense like is you know like does it does that make sense is a question I need to elaborate <laughs> So when they're going through coaching with me, they will have learned some tools and strategies that they can use. Mm. Now, will they recognise that they're getting back into a situation where they perhaps need to be doing more of those things? I, I don't know. I would hope so. I would hope that mm -hmm. they have improved their self-awareness, um, you know, enough to be able to recognise that and then to be able to use some of the tools and the strategies that, that I've given to them. I guess that was actually yeah you used the, the word you use there self awareness is I suppose that's what I was trying to get at was is learning these techniques does that give you that self awareness that of you know of mm -hmm. if things are changing again I, I think I'm I'm relate I'm trying to relate it to something that I understand which you know for for what uh, as an example could be like mental health um, I mean it sounds to me that it's, it can be linked perhaps to that as well maybe maybe I'm getting into a whole different area here but i you know if someone is if their mental health is struggling they can and they've had that experience before and they've been given tools they can start to recognize when things are, are going in the yeah. wrong direction again so i'm just wondering if that kind of ties in with with confidence as well actually so yeah i mean actually the if, if i can just squidge in so actually mm. i think again one of my like five questions in one go that i was trying to get <laughs> at earlier i think is that um so I think along the same lines there, and Helen, hopefully we're not confusing you massively at this point, but um, is it a case of once you've worked on confidence and you're confident... So say, I mean, I know the thing that, that people often say, um, say we, we get um, a lot of artists and creatives, they're either um, terrified of putting their work out into the world in case people hate it, or they are terrified of speaking, speaking in public. Like right. those are the two big things that I hear about um, a lot. And, um, and I know there are lots of others as well, but um, once you've conquered that fear and kind of found that confidence does it stay with you or do you have to keep working on it i think is where is, is that, is that you've just you articulated that far better than i ever could yes yeah. thank you <laughs> and then the same with body confidence as well of course but yeah. you know, all the different types of confidence mm -hmm. it's always going to need to be something that you keep working on yeah mm. okay yeah because okay. i think that's quite comforting in lots of ways for, yes um for people who who do struggle with certain certain I mean I certainly have some some things that I struggle with confidence in and I think actually I assume that once I've done it once it will be fine but actually you need to keep and, and then yeah. I think sometimes we can again it goes back to that that inner talk oh well you know other people just manage it why do you keep having to you know remind yeah. yourself and it's like well maybe that's part of what the process is you know so no you've got to, you've just got to keep you've got to keep doing it um I mean I remember when I so, so I actually have a corporate background I've not, not been coaching for all that long um, but in my corporate career, I remember when I first started out, I was incredibly shy. And the idea of speaking up in a meeting just filled me with absolute horror. I would go very red in the face. And my voice would be quite untrustworthy. You know, I <laughs> didn't know what my voice was going to do. Um, but I had to start speaking out in meetings. Otherwise, I, I couldn't really do my job. And then the mm. first time I had to stand up in front of a group of people and actually give a presentation, I would rather the ground had opened up and swallowed me. It was just, I hated it so much. And I never thought I would ever get used to it. But I did, because I kept having to do it. And I kept doing it. And I also got some training and learned some techniques that would help. But by the end of my career, I... 
I liked nothing better than actually standing up in front of an audience. I loved running training courses. I loved giving presentations. As long as it was on a topic that I was comfortable with, I actually mm -hmm. really enjoyed doing it. It's this a bit like, you know, you've got this to... fills me with confidence, ironically, <laughs> because I am that person who hates standing up in front of a crowd and talking to people. So it's good to know. It is but, but it's I like love as well that that's not... Oh, I was going to say, it's like the whole broccoli thing. You've got to eat it seven times before you like it. <laughs> so, so says a mother. Like you can tell I'm a mother. <laughs> That's an amazing, amazing analogy. Also, broccoli, that. well, just you've, you accidentally hit on, so broccoli is like a standing joke in my household, but I will not go into It's a very long, very boring story as to why. But um, needless to say, I do not still eat broccoli at the age of 37. Um, however... <laughs> I think the thing I love most about that story, and I think the thing that um, certainly I'll highlight in the show notes, but I'm hoping that our listeners will take away as well, is that you can, because, you know, often when you when people talk about conquering something that they have um, feared, which often is a confidence issue, um, it's often, well, I used to hate it and now I can do it. And you've actually just said, I used to hate it, I was terrified, and now I lo and then I loved it. By yeah. the end, I loved it. And that mm. that's really unusual. I, I don't hear that often. I often hear from people that, they, you know, they can do it and that's a great thing, but it's still something they do kind of they have to not because they really desperately want to particularly in work um scenario mm. and actually i think often um again i'm thinking around the kind of um communities i've been around with um kind of um body confidence and fat positivity and all of those things um i think a lot of people are um very much wanting to change how they feel and and how they see themselves and their, their own sense of body confidence but it it can become a bit of a should um rather than because rather than a true want mm. and I think the story that you've just shared really shows that it can actually be a um yeah like it could become something you do, do you actively seek it out now that you're in a different career now that you've shifted to coaching and left the corporate world um behind do you still speak the seek out speaking opportunities <laughs> that was more of a tongue twister than it was gonna be so so I am interested in doing speaking opportunities and I, I do try to look for some and what I would really like to to get to the point of doing is actually having training courses that I can go out and deliver Amazing. but I feel I've got I, I really want to build the coaching business first because then that will give me the um it, it'll give me more experience if you like to then work with in terms of them putting together a training course but yeah the idea of, of going out and training people is it's something that I would love to be yeah, doing. That's really cool. I like I'm, lo I'm loving that. I'm just loving that 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 switch, that change that it's that it's created in you. That's yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, this feels like so. We we recorded an episode on um on Friday, and um, the lady that we spoke to, Sarah, um, her before Sarah was very much me now, and I feel like before Helen is you now. Yes, <laughs> it's a bit I think so. Yeah, how funny is that? Really good. Like you can see that not in everything, obviously, but in this this one thing that we were talking about. This there's a very definite. Um, you can see the progress and see see the change, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, would you? Is there anything that you would particularly um, sort of particularly say to people that that if they are considering this or if they're thinking because i think for a lot of people certainly for our listeners or certainly the people that i know that listen which is always not not always the same thing um but i think a lot of them will, will do exactly what we did at the beginning when when i first met you and be like oh i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know you could have a body confidence coach like that's really cool um is there any kind of advice that you would give someone who is thinking about that to kind of start that process sort of Obviously, ideally, they will contact you and come yeah. and work with you, and that'd be brilliant. But in terms of kind of starting the process of of being kinder to themselves and and um, increasing their confidence, I mean, I know this is going to sound really silly, but I know some people who need 
they need to build their confidence in order to get in touch with a coach mm, in the first place yeah so is there anything is there any advice you have around that that, that you'd be willing to share or so i mean most coaches will offer a free consultation an initial consultation and it's it's just a chat right it's a chat over zoom or by yeah. phone if you really don't want to go on zoom um but you know mo- most coaches do that so and, and treat it as a as a chat it's nothing more than that mm. they're not going to give you a hard sell well i wouldn't anyway well, can't they, speak for do, all coaches exactly no so it's just finding out more um have a look at what coaches have got on their website because they, they do give stuff for free. I have a free workbook, um, which, which is actually, yeah, it's quite comprehensive, actually. Um, but it, it takes you through an eight step process to help you kind of get more body confident and, oh, and kind of make some amazing life change, actually, if you really want to, oh, cool. to kind of, if you really want to go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We will link, make sure we link to that. Um, Absolutely. Show notes. That'd be really useful. So that's really cool. Speaking specifically about body confidence as well, because obviously this is this is your niche. This is an area you're very that you've that you've focused in on through your own experiences. Yeah. What what do you find? Uh, I'd I'd love to, I'm just kind of sort of I'd love to be able to hear some of the sort of transformations that maybe people who've worked with you have experienced bec- working purely on there whether it's because of a a physical um you know difference or um their body confidence what has that done for them after working with you in 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 their in different areas of their life so i've got one lovely lady that i worked with uh, and it just it changed everything for her to be honest the relationships that she had with her partner um with her friends um it gave her a lot more confidence in her work as well so it was work it was home it was her own personal um you know her own sort of personal experiences as well it it, it was it made a massive difference for her mm. um but very often i think the real change it, it obviously it happens whilst we're going through the coaching process but it's what happens after that that is where a lot of the magic, I think, then, and, and I'm not part of that then, so I don't get to see that necessarily. Oh, but you, you led them there, though. But so yes, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. You got them to that space. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, I, I guess, yeah. It's, it's not for me. It's sort of trying to wrap my head around just that that thought of how you are, you know, how what you think of yourself physically can have such an impact on so many different areas of your life. I find that mm. quite. Even though I I know it, you know my I in in my gut I know that to be true. It's just it's it's kind of mind blowing to me to actually think about it and talk about it and how mm. yeah how it can make so much so much of an impact on your whole yeah. world. I think. I think it's it's massive. I mean, certainly for 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 me, the the way that I saw myself in my kind of early twenties versus now is a world apart mm. and the way that I exist and am in the world is is completely different and and a lot of people say oh you know you're so confident you do this and you've got your unicorns and all of those things but um, actually because I was thinking about this when we were talking about you know what we wanted to ask you and what we wanted to know from you and stuff and actually a huge amount of my shift has come from changing how I look at my body and how I 
interact with my body and that thing about remembering that you have a body that's attached to your brain that's mm-hmm. always helpful um but also just in in how i um kind of relate i suppose to having a relationship with your body because i think a lot of people don't we don't consider that so much do we i don't know if yeah. that's something that comes up in your coaching but having a relationship with your body in the same way that you might have a relationship with a friend is is something that's actually really important it's not just there to do a job it, it is there to to be nurtured and looked mm. after and we only get one we only get one body regardless of what it does and what it looks like that mm. we only get that one right so and it does um, it does yeah. amazing things and i think sometimes we take yeah. it so much for granted we don't really stop and look you know i mean i, I could sit here and mm. despair of the fact that i can't do this and i can't do that because of my back but look at all the amazing things i actually can do you can do and I've had I've had two children right this body has had two children despite the problems I've got with my spine so you know I I, I, definitely that's a good thing and it it, we need to remind ourselves of these these things from time to time so Helen I one of my thoughts is you talked about how you predominantly work with women Hmm. and I'm really intrigued as to is, is I mean was no, I don't want to say was that a choice because not. Uh, I think potentially, I feel like I may already know the answer to that. Let's hang on a second. Well, now I'm having a struggle. So yeah, I think yeah. You talk about predominantly working with women. Do you feel like there's how men and women deal with confidence is different? Is there a difference? That's an excellent question. I like that. It's a tough one, I'm sure. It, yeah, it's very tough. I think it's a very individual thing. I don't think you can okay. just... I don't think you can say it's it's one way for women and another way for men. I think it varies mm. from one person to another. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I work predominantly with women is because I'm more comfortable kind of understanding where they're coming from and, and, and how sure. I can help. Yeah. But, you know, I would not not work with a man who was struggling mm. with body confidence issues. The only people I don't work with, so, so there are some people I don't work with, so I don't work with the under 18s because I think that's, I, I think that um, requires a bit more, uh, kind of, that, needs to be a little bit more specialised and, and, and mm. perhaps a little bit more tuned in to, to sort of how children um and they're changing so much as well yeah. they're still at that age you, you know what i certainly you know just even looking at my cousins the how they were at 14 and how they are at 18 they they look totally different. Yeah. You know, like they yeah so i, I, I think that's, that's I, I don't feel yeah, i've got the right sort of section. sort of background or skills to work with children so i don't work with children yeah. um i also don't work with people who have got um body dysmorphia or an, or an eating disorder unless they are already working with an appropriate therapist and it can be that as you're getting towards the end of your therapy treatment, that working with a coach can complement that. Have to look forward. That's, but yeah, it would have yeah. to be with the agreement of the therapist as well. Mm. Um, you know, mm. so that, that would be on a case by case basis. And that's one of the things that I mean, so we are we are big fans um, on this podcast of um, well, just generally in our lives of um, qualified coaches who are accredited because we know that there are a lot who are not. And and it and one of the reasons that, that I am so keen on that, I know there's many advantages, is that I think you need to have some level of um, sort of training of awareness of when actually the coaching might need to spill into something else, some mm. other kind of therapy, and you need to be able to refer that. And I think 
that would be very hard to do without training and support and absolutely you know all the things that come with with the accreditation i've remembered my exciting question it was a useful question it just got a bit lost on the way to my way to my mouth from my brain um so i think my brain was so flattered that we were talking about the brain and the body that it just didn't know what to do with itself but um yeah so my question is um, and i think it applies to all kinds of confidence do you so there's always going to be internal and external factors that contribute to lack of confidence or confidence is that well at least I think in in certainly my own experience that's been the case so sometimes it's me thinking I can't do something and sometimes it's that someone's told me I can't do something or that people like me don't do or people who look like me don't do xyz um which which would you tackle first do you tackle the internal internal first or the external objections first or do you is it more of a holistic altogether or all of that but but what is external and what is internal because at the end of the day, that's true. I'm working with you as an individual, and that's and your internal world may be influenced. You interact with the external world, but all the time it is your interpretation of the world. It's your reality. And there's no such thing as there's no yeah. such thing as reality itself. Every it's everybody's it's perception. Own. It's their own reality. It's your own lived experience. That's what that's what we work with. Okay, and and actually that makes sense because it's not so much the external, what I'm thinking of as external factors is actually probably more each person's reaction to Mm. those external. So one person, if someone says, some some random says the same thing to three different people, one might completely ignore it, bounce off them, one might take it on board but be like meh, and the other one might be destroyed by that comment and I suppose it's a different, it's different reaction so it's still your internal. Mm, That's that's an excellent answer, thank you. See, this is why we have experts. <laughs> I have questions that, yeah. I say we, we have lots of, in fact, again, this is one of the reasons we started the podcast is because we have lots of wonderful chats about all these different things. But obviously we are experts in our stuff, but not in everything. So it's always really nice to get someone who can make sense of the, the questions that hopefully it's not just us. Hopefully you guys listening are also having similar questions and we're asking the right questions to lovely Helen. Crossed, absolutely, <laughs> yes. So. I, so I have one more, I think, I think, before we uh, wrap up our conversation mm-hmm. um is there any sort of one key takeaway you would like people to to get from listening to this episode today do not be afraid to seek help mm. there's lots of lots of people out there lots of options i mean it, it may not be coaching coaching might not be the right thing for you but until you start looking and and seeking help you you're not going to change anything so so if you're Mm -hmm. struggling with body confidence there are free resources out there there's lots of information um you know there's lots of options so don't 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 put up with it (laughs) yeah you know just taking that first step reaching out and looking absolutely yeah i love that yeah i think that's the thing that most people struggle with is is that they think they can do it themselves and they they should be able to do this so should you know yeah. we talk about how it's it should all the it's time a yeah. snuck in. when actually should, it's yeah. you know shoulds are just yeah shoulds are often an indication of some kind of beliefs that you've got going on mm, absolutely mm. oh yes oh i love that and beliefs i think are yeah it's actually one, one of the most powerful things um my when i was um coaching had, had quite a lot of coaching before i left my day job and one of the most powerful things she said to me was um just because you just because your thoughts are telling you something, just because you're thinking something, doesn't mean it's true. No, it's like, 
because it feels true, doesn't yeah. it, when it's in your head? Yeah. So that was really interesting. And when we weren't talking about anything terrifying either, we were literally talking about, you know, usually in my case, it's money, money stuff. But yeah, it was really interesting. So yeah, I like that. Love I think that. for me, the thing that you've said that's that's been most um, kind of start, I mean, you've said lots of things, give me lots of food for thought. Yes. But the thing that's been most startling for me is um, that thing about you have confidence in some things, but not in others. Mm. And, and how that, because I think we, I've definitely fallen into the trap of thinking of confidence as just this one big whole thing. You are yeah. either a confident person or you are not a confident person. So mm-hmm. you're either confident about everything, body image and putting yourself out there and speaking and everything, or you're just not. And yeah. actually that's not the case at all, is it? It's a really no. interesting Yeah, um, that's that's for me. Which that's is actually now as, as soon as you said it, I was like, Oh no, that's that's actually true. And I but I, yeah, it's just given me lots of lots of brain fireworks. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, so, we, yeah. you know, find something that you feel really confident about and just let that kind of take over just kind of sit with that and really experience that what it feels like to be confident there's something that we do there's some stuff we do in NLP around all of this but you know you know what it feels like to be confident so just kind of let yourself just feel that confidence Mm. and especially before you're going to do something that you're um, a little bit nervous about where you have some anxiety then just take some time to just kind of step into that feeling of confidence that that you do have sometimes somewhere in your life something that you do that you're confident about i love that that kind of makes me think as well then it doesn't matter if there are certain things that you're not confident in if you you know if you know that you've got other things that you absolutely are super confident yeah 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 yeah. it doesn't yeah Yeah. i love that that's wonderful thank you i love this a lot Mm. i think this is going to be very useful for um, all our lovely listeners absolutely yes so, probably, sadly, because I could actually talk to you about this all day. Hours. And I think I've got, well, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately for you, I know you outside of the podcast, so I'll have like eight million questions next time we catch up. However, <laughs> conscious of your time and also of the podcast um, recording time, um, is there anything else that you would like that we haven't covered that you wanted to make sure you got across or anything that you'd like to share? Um, and then just now we'll ask you to tell us where you are and... Um, all the places people can find you but is there anything else that you wanted to share or say before we come to the end no I don't think so <laughs> edit that out <laughs> edit that out that's all right, that's that's right. right. <laughs> I can't remember what I've said <laughs> oh bless you you've told us a lot you have told us an awful lot of you stuff. have yes. you've done really thank well thank you um, yeah so coming towards the end of the podcast can you tell us because I'm, I'm sure that well I certainly want to go and read more I mean I've been around your website and everything but I'm going to go and have a bit of a nose at your workbook and everything. Yes, so me too. could you give us a very brief rundown of um, everywhere you are anywhere you'd like people to follow you get get in touch with you um all of those things anything you offer and I will translate them all into links for the show notes yeah so I mean my website's pretty straightforward helentovey.co.uk um I tend to be more on Facebook and LinkedIn um LinkedIn I think I'm just Helen Tovey Facebook uh, my business page is Helen Tovey coaching okay. uh, so you sh- should Lovely. be able to find it with that I am on Instagram as Helen Tovey but I I do struggle a little bit with Instagram it's not my favorite <laughs> platform I have to she's say. not so confident not not so confident with Instagram <laughs> no I don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> uh, that's good Excellent. And you, you, we took, we're going to make sure we share your workbook as well, because I think that would be... Yeah, so, so the workbook is, is available through my website. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Lovely. It's been wonderful to 
just to listen uh, the, the story that you shared as well thank you so much for sharing your story with us as well about about your scoliosis and 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 your experience of sharing that that was really lovely to be able to hear that and i think i certainly for me it's made me think oh there are certain things that i could share that might feel scary but actually mm. i feel like it would give me a release and maybe some more confidence as well going forward so that, mm. thank you for uh, giving me that permission slip to do that so <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's just it's been a joy I mean we we chatted I, I was slightly nervous actually when when Helen agreed to be on the podcast because we had a quick cup of tea which lasted three and a half hours um <laughs> once before we, we got on far too well really <laughs> I feel like you, <laughs> you, you and I have we, done that as well before we do we? like a good so. chat Absolutely. it was wonderful but because because no yeah I was fully expecting it to be just like a quick chat and, and then it wasn't at all so um no I'm delighted that you came to join us I'm so pleased that you did yes. and uh, we actually did very well between yeah. us in in keeping it um but you know you've just shared some real real nuggets of, of wisdom so thank you for that thank you, and, thank um, you for having yeah, me as ever you're more than you welcome. Are so welcome yes um as ever you lovely lot listening if you have any questions thoughts comments all of the things um pop them in the comments or drop us an email or a note through your website um and we will see you next time absolutely bye-bye thank you for listening bye-bye thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please uh, where can people find us online sarah we are on facebook and instagram at creative reboot co and we also have a facebook group which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes just search for creative reboot group and you can also go to our website creativereboot.co where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or if you have topics you want us to talk about we'll look forward to seeing you there oh yeah